Look, let's be honest. We've all seen your kid play, right? Where are they usually? Most of the time they're sitting on the bench. Let me guess. The coach is hating on your kid. The coach doesn't want to see your kid be great. He just wants to give favoritism to the other players. The coach doesn't really want to win. If no one else will tell you, I will. Your kid ain't going pro. Here's why. But first, let's get this admin stuff out the way. Go ahead and like the video. Go ahead and subscribe. Parental Therapy. This is the second video. I'm excited to be here. Have a conversation with you. Now, before we get started, I want you to remember something. And I said it last time. I'm not your therapist. This is not professional advice. So all these things that I'm not, what am I? I'm your friend. I'm going to give it to you straight. If you're overly sensitive about your kids, oh yeah, this one's going to get you fired up. And guess what? If you're fired up, that's fine. Go ahead and let those keys start clicking and tell me how you feel. I'd love to hear it. A lot of us have kids playing sports. I mean, it's the thing, right? And it has been for a long time. And it doesn't matter what the sport is. It could be soccer, football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse. To now, you know, nowadays, MMA, all these different things. The question is, how many of them are serious? Is it just that they're taking the sport at the time serious? And that's fine. But are they serious enough? And do they claim to be serious enough that they want to play professionally? That's ultimately what today is about. We've all seen the LeBrons, you know, the Kobe's, the Jordan wannabes, you know, the guys get on the field, they think they're Emmett Smith, Deion Sanders, you know, they hey, they look the look, you know, they got the flyest cleats on, uniforms crisp and clean. But guess what? It's a whole different ball game when it's time to perform. I say that because a lot of these kids, what are they doing? They're writing checks that their mouth cannot cash. How do we determine that? Well, what I'm concerned about as a parent, what I'm looking for, I want to see the execution. I want to see the performance. I want to see the commitment. That is what, in my opinion, really backs up what you're here for. Let's look at the stats. Are you aware only 2% of athletes go pro? That is a staggering number. Let's take it even further. Only one of 100 high schoolers will go play division ball. Out of that 100, one of 100 division one football players will go pro. When we transition to talking about basketball, one of 50 high school basketball players will play division one basketball. But the number stays the same when we start talking about the Division I basketball players to go play pro. Again, one of 100. If we're talking baseball, 300 of the 10,000 minor leaguers each year play pro. The statistics matter. And we really got to talk about it. What do these stats mean? These stats mean your kids got to be about that pro life. Okay. It's not pro-talk, it's pro-life. Has your kid actually looked into what the day in the life of a Division I or a professional athlete is? Let's really hold them accountable to what their goals are. Because 
that pro-life is not the same as that high school life. That pro-life is not the same as that intramural sports life. That pro-life is not the same as that Division I sports life. There are levels to this shit, as they say. Again, accountability is key. The pro athletes that we usually see every day on TV, on the news, ESPN, these men and women usually began their path preteen. I like to use professional players that I know personally as a measuring stick. I remember coming up seeing players all the way back since middle school. For example, one of them, Daryl Porter, amazing athlete. This young man, seeing him from the middle school days to the high school days playing at St. Thomas Aquinas, amazing program, you know, being selected to go play Division I football at Boston College, had a phenomenal career there. Daryl ended up paying for the Lions, the Bills, the Titans. Right now, he's an assistant coach for American Heritage, one of the premier powerhouses that push out Division I and professional football players. Seeing him in action, following him, the successes that he's had, even his son, his son now, Division I football, playing University of Miami. He's probably going to be following his dad's footsteps going into the NFL. Reason I say that, this pedigree, these performers started a long time ago. Another example, Tyrus McLeod. I remember Tyrus McLeod and I, you know, and everyone else in middle school, we'd be running up and down the field. And seeing him at such a young age, just having an amazing commitment to football, to athletics. And when you saw players like this way back then, you knew they were going somewhere. Now he's the head coach at our high school. Amazing success that he's had, but he did phenomenal in high school, always worked hard, was selected to play Division I football at Louisville, ended up being drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, had a great few years there, still committed to helping the community and other young men and women. The last one I'm going to name drop, Autry Denson. Again, another alma mater from Nova High School in Davie, Florida. Autry Denson went on to play Division I football at Notre Dame, still to this day holds the all-time running back record. Right now, Autry Denson is the running back coach for the Cardinals, doing amazing things. Why do I mention these three individuals? Again, these are individuals that did not have to be told to practice. Their grind was never in question. They never had to be told, hey, it's time to work out. Hey, Daryl, you're not giving 100%. Hey, Autry, you're not hitting that line hard enough. Hey, Tyrus, you know, you're not pushing that line like we need you to do. These players did not have to be reminded of that. They were giving 100% every time and everybody knew it. But here we are talking about your kid. Your kid, he wants to be sitting in the bed all weekend making TikToks, right? Instead of being out running sprint drills during the off season, he wants to be sleeping in late. He's probably doing it during the season as well, but he wants to go pro, right? Let's not accept that. Let's truly hold our kids' actions accountable. Another big question we got to ask, is your kid coachable? 
Let's think about that. Let's really put it out there on front street. Are they doing what the coach says? If the coach tells them, hey, I need you to go out there and run this pattern. Are they running that pattern exactly like the coach told them to do? Or are they getting out there thinking that it's their team? I will tell you from everything that I've seen, all the coaches that I've talked to, they want athletes that when they tell that athlete to run up 10 yards, cut right, they want that athlete to run up 10 yards and cut right, period. Because the coaches are the one that are directing the success of that team. Do they take guidance and criticism? This is important, you know, or are they like a lot of kids that walk around, they think they got it all figured out. We've seen them. A lot of times it's our own kids. We go to talk to them about something. What's their response? Oh, no, I got it. No, no, I know. I know. You don't need to tell me. I know. Two seconds later, bam, they fall on their face. I thought you had it. I thought you knew. Really? I'll tell you a story. I've got a good friend of mine, Harvey Player. His son plays Division I football at University of Texas at San Antonio. I remember Harvey and I had a sit down one day with our son. And Harvey said, Grant, I'm going to let you know I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm going to give it to him straight. I don't sugarcoat anything with these kids. I was like, absolutely. I expect no different from you. Harvey pulled out his little pamphlet. He gave a copy to our son. He gave a copy to me. He said, we're going to go down the list. First question I've got for you, young man. Do you want to be a great high school football player? Or do you want to go on to Division I and pro sports? Before he could answer, Harvey was like, hold on. I want you to think about this. Either way is fine. But I just want you to know, each, whichever choice you choose has a different path. Harvey went on to explain to our son, there are some key tenets to preparing yourself to go down the path of being a Division I or professional sports player. One thing he said, you got to get your diet straight. If you think all you're going to be doing is eating junk food, okay, hey, you might be the anomaly, like Chad Ochocinco, right? He said all he does is eat McDonald's, right? And he's a beast. No injuries. You know, he could probably pay, play NFL to this day. But the reality is most of our young men and women aren't built that way. Diet's important. You got to eat right. You got to make sure that you're working out right. You know, because what do these teams want? They want someone who's fit. They want someone who's strong and someone that they can keep pushing and won't break. He said, how's your education? How are you doing in those classes? Because I sure hope you don't think you're going to play for a Division I school and you're barely passing your courses. They're not giving you anything. Sure, we might have all heard stories, how you get a pass in this, a pass in that. Maybe a teacher will go easy on you because, you know, you're on the football team or you're on the basketball team. But don't bet on it. No guarantees. Along with that process, there's the NCAA eligibility portal. He's like, do you know what that is? He's like, everything is laid out in the portal. All the, all the gates that you have to meet in order to qualify to go play NCAA football or any NCAA sport. He's like, you need to get in that portal. You need to start going down the checklist. Then one of the really 
important pieces of advice that he gave was think about the school that you want to play at. And he said, by example, let's pull up Alabama on Alabama's website. And most schools, you can pull up the football team or any of the sports, pull up the position, look at the different players. And guess what you're going to see there? You're going to see the stats. A lot of times you can look at how much they're bench pressing. You can look at their 40 time. You can look at their height. You can look at their weight. Okay, you want to be a linebacker at Alabama. Pull up those stats. Let's see what the average height is for the linebacker at Alabama. Now, if the average height is 6'2", and you're coming in at 5'9", let's pick the next university. Now we go to that university. Okay? You fit into the height requirement, height requirement of that university? Fine. Let's see what their weight is. Oh, the average weight of their linebackers is 275. What do you weigh? 230? You can nix that. Let's go to the next school. Let's look at the 40 time. Okay, now you're at another school. You feel, okay, hey, you might fit in at 5'9". You might fit in at, you know, 230 pounds. Let's look at their 40 time. Oh, their average 40 time is 4'4". What do you run? Oh, a 4'6", a 4'7", for example. Buddy, we can take that off the table. We probably need to start looking at community college. Let's be honest, you know, or the intramural league. The reason this is so important is because we should be accountable to what our goals are. And when we discuss that with our kids, let's not just sit and have fluff conversation, you know, about fairy tales. No division one team is bringing your kid on just to fill a roster spot. They're bringing your kid on to perform. They're trying to win. And if your kid is not fully committed to that cause, they are not playing on that for that school's team, period. So we already talked about quite a bit here, but ultimately I want you to understand what this is all about. You know, this is really about the accountability piece, as I've mentioned, all right? And for our kids to be on a path for achieving whatever goal it was they set forward. Our kids should be in put up or shut up mode. Guess what are the only words that I want to hear? I want to hear performance. I want to hear commitment. I want to, you know, hear energy. You know, I want to, you know, at the end of the day, hear results because that's what matters. The words, we can all come up with the best adjectives to say how great we are. But if at the end of the day, they do not translate to execution on the field, to execution in the weight room, execution in the classroom, Let's be honest with ourselves. Our kid ain't going pro. Now I get it. It's so easy. Some of you are probably sitting there. Grant, why in the hell am I listening to you tell me about my kid going or not going to play pro sports? It's fine. It's absolutely fine. I I respect that position. You can take it all day long. This is not a video about whether or not your kid is going to play division one or pro sports. If that is what you've got yourself excited about, you've missed the whole mark. You've missed the point of what parental therapy is about. This is about accountability 
and being real with our kids and putting our kids on a path to success, whatever that path is. I want each of you to celebrate your kids just as we do. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if your hey, your kid got a, a 90 on that essay they just did. Celebrate it. You know, send send a, a, a group chat out to the family. You know, put a post on Facebook or the gram, say, hey, you know, my kid did this or that, my kid did this on the ACT, or you know, my kid just got accept, accepted to the fire academy, or my kid volunteered this weekend. All that is amazing. It's just about accountability. But when we're talking sports. I don't care if your kid is only coming on the field for three minutes off the bench. I'll be the first one right next to you cheering him or her on like they're the best athlete ever for that three minutes. Because it's important. Celebrate it. They're out there doing something that a lot of other people aren't doing. We should always encourage our kids. Push them along. Celebrate the good behavior. Reinforce it and hold them accountable for the bad or subpar behavior. Just know to be honest with them. Are they truly investing pro time and expecting pro results? Because if they're not, let's just nip that right in the bud. Let's just say, hey, you're going to be a great high school player. Wherever you decide to go college, maybe you can be a walk-on, you know, be a second string, third string, whatever, that's wonderful. But let's get refocused on what you need to be doing, which is choosing a career field that you're ready to fully commit to. Before we close out, I want to remind you guys of something. Kobe Bryant, on average, slept four hours a night, up at 4.30 every morning. Kobe took between 700 and 1,000 shots per day. That was his level of commitment. Simone Biles, at the age of six, every morning was swimming before she went to school. She averaged between 20 and 32 hours of swimming every week. That shows you her level of commitment. So when our kids are talking about they want to go play Division I sports, they want to go play professional sports, You've got to have that child look themselves in the mirror and say, are you truly investing pro time to get those pro results? Because if you're not, let's get refocused. It doesn't mean you can't play sports. It doesn't mean you can't do other things. But let's be real and hold our kids accountable. Malcolm Gladwell once said, it takes 10,000 hours of being dedicated to a craft to set you apart from the crowd. I want to thank everybody that took their time to share a little bit of your day with me and parental therapy. I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear your experiences with your own kids. Maybe I said something that was completely off base. Maybe you feel your experience led you to another path. Maybe you know some professional athletes that they didn't have to follow that traditional script. I would love to hear it. Subscribe to the channel, Parental Therapy hit the like button, share the video. I'd I'd just love to see where we can take this to the next level. Appreciate you. Parental therapy out.